0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There's going to be a by election in the city of Toronto for mayor. It's very interesting that this develops at this particular time, as there are some very highly profiled individuals who are now in the mayoral by election former Toronto Chief of Police, Mark Saunders. Councillor Josh Matlow, um, Anthony Fury, Toronto Sun columnist—they've all thrown their hats into the proverbial ring, as it were—and they very much want to pursue the uh, the top job at City Hall. And let's let's get into this with our uh, with my colleague and, and good friend Greg Brady, joins us from AM six forty in Toronto, our chorus radio station in Toronto. Greg, what's the? Before, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, all right. Be, be be be, before we talk about the individuals who are in the race and you've talked to, what kind of response are you getting from Torontonians about this race, in fact, taking place under the circumstances under which it is?
1: Well, I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of passion. We were shocked. Um, there was, there were um, uh, admissions, if you will, um, uh, that John Tory made on a Friday night. It was Super Bowl weekend, as a matter of fact. So. He steps to a microphone Friday night, an hour after a Toronto Star report, um, and says, uh, I've I've been unfaithful in my marriage, and I've been involved with somebody on my staff, and I'm resigning. There isn't, let's have an investigation. Like, it's, it's a, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way, it was a very retro look for a politician. I've done something wrong. I can't defend myself. Um, it's indefensible. I'm out of here. And we don't... <laughs> We don't see a lot of politicians left, middle or right do that very much anymore. So he leaves, stays about an extra four days the, next, the week after to, to, to finalize the city's 2023 budget. But I think toronto are looking at this like it's, it's a long window of time. The next mayor, uh, the, the election is going to be on June 26th, with Roy, as you know, um, that that's, is difficult to get people out. If you call it a summer election, if you make people campaign in nice weather, they're knocking on your door. David Peterson found that out in 1990. People don't like that, so I, th- I think some people who thought nobody stepped up to beat John Tory last time out last fall, uh, we get a do-over, and I think a lot's happened to make Toronto seem more in crisis maybe than than it did last October when Tory won easily a third term.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because he did, and you're absolutely correct. The summertime really is death valley for for politicians, and uh, and yet here we have Mr. Tory. Well, he's not in it, but. There are many who think it should be, but uh, but he, we're going to have this election in Toronto, and you have these highly profiled individuals. You've talked to them on your program. What what kind of response did you get after you spoke with the mayoral candidates who've declared they're in? What kind of response did you get from your listeners?
1: I think they're they're, they're going to be passionate about this. I think there's names, all of the names that that we've spoken to so far, and I'll list some of them off. But I'll but I'll sum some sum them up this way by saying none of them ran against against John Tory last time out, but I'm sure most of them were running in 2026. Uh, incumbents are hard to beat. Name recognition means so much at, at all three levels of government, especially now. Um, so John Tory was well-known, whether you liked him or not. I think people thought, I don't want to take on the champ. Let's just let the champ retire. So there may have been almost a wink, wink, nod, nod. Tory had promised it would be his last term. He felt like there was unfinished business coming out of the pandemic restrictions as well. He didn't, he was many mayors will say this, they didn't get a chance to get a lot done in their term, given uh, half their term. They were, uh, they really had one hand tied behind their back. And we can debate till the cows come home, did they tie them too tight? Toronto was about the most locked up city on the planet for a good chunk of time. And John Tory advocated for that. But these candidates are, are pretty diverse. I mean, I'd start with Mitzi Hunter. This was, I expect her to announce next week, Roy, on Tuesday or Wednesday, and you know her well. She's the Ontario um, uh, Liberal MPP in scarborough Guildwood, And that'll leave the Liberals um, going back from eight to seven MPPs. They gained one MPP last June in the provincial election. But she's been around quite a while. She's a former education minister. So that'll mean a by-election in scarborough Guildwood. But I think she's a contender. Um, there's, there's names like Josh Matlow, who's been on city council for close to 15 years now. Anna bylaw stepped away from city council. She was one of the first to announce. Um, she's been, uh, you know, she's been seen as a as a real front runner. And what we haven't seen yet is Olivia Chow, um, uh, who, of course, well, married to Jack Layton before Jack's untimely passing. She was a longtime NDP MP, a longtime city council, but she stepped away and didn't run last time out in 2018. So, and Mark Saunders, the former city police chief, who uh, is not without controversy, but as I said, Crime and justice and the streets and safety on public transit, Roy, are such vital issues. And Mark Saunders is also a favorite of Doug Ford. Doug Ford had him run as an MPP last summer in June, and he narrowly lost um, to Stephanie Bowman in uh, in a Don Valley riding. So there are, there are way bigger names to contend for this than there were in the fall. The question is, will the voter turnout be much bigger than it was last fall?
0: Mm-hmm. Greg, do you think that uh, the Torontonians, the Toronto voter on June. See, I've already forgotten. 21st? 26th. 26th. See? I've already forgotten it's the 26th. (laughs) Do you think the Toronto voter on the 26th, as we head toward the 26th of June, is going to be really tuned in and, uh, and can't wait to get at it? Or is it going to be more of a case of let's get it over with?
1: I think more of the latter. I think more of the former. I think that, I'll tell you, turnout for your listeners was 29.2% for the mayoral election in on October 24th. Now, that's fall also, so people are back in school. People are back at work. Um, I can't remember what the weather was that night. I'd be shocked if it's not better than that, 35 to 40%, perhaps, just because I think when you, when people don't show up for an election, you, you know, in, in Hamilton, your hometown, they barely showed up at all for uh, the Hamil- to replace Andrea Horvath as an MPP, but I think they either didn't like the choices or they knew who was going to win, or it's a combination of both. I don't think they know who's going to win this time around. And I also think, like I said, for so many reasons, this is a pretty vital election in Toronto. Um, This is an election where I think you got a lot of choice. And and Toronto, look, we just went through a provincial budget where not just Hamilton, Kitchener, London, no municipality got any form of Extra bailout money from the province. No one's expecting it when the federal government um, tables their budget next week. So cities really are drifting on their own. So the choice that they make um, is a pretty important one. And I think they know that. The question will be um, how how will we, will we, have if we have, I mentioned about five very good contenders perhaps, do we end up with a mayor that only got like 23 to 28% of the vote? And if so, can the other 72% who voted, let alone the 60% that didn't vote, Can they rally and can we be a more unified city? Because we're very torn, politics in general, but we're very torn apart right now. But spend here, spend there, cut here, cut there right now.
0: So, Greg, what's your sense then uh, of of how it is going to turn out? I'm not going to ask you to predict a winner. You can if you wish. But what's your sense about how things are going to turn out on the 26th?
1: I think Mitzi Hunter has a a good shot to win. If you said to me who are the top three candidates, I, I expect them to be city council, Josh Matlow, who I mentioned. Who leans a little left of center is very outspoken about uh, city services. I do think Mitzi Hunter is going to play. Um, she's African Canadian. She's in Scarborough. I think Scarborough turned out dramatically uh, for her at the uh, at, at the ballot box the last two provincial elections. Uh, I think she's going to be very very popular. Toronto hasn't had a black mayor, um, and I think that is noteworthy. And there's some people that are saying. It's either time for a woman or it's time for um, someone who isn't white. And John Tory getting in the trouble he got into off the trouble. Rob Ford got into a very different t- t- type of trouble. People are just looking for somebody to come, do the job, uh, and, and not end up in, in hot water, not end up polarizing uh, in, with their personal life being on the front pages. And we thought we had that in John Tory, and we did for eight and a half years. So I think Matlow Hunter... The X factor is Mark Saunders, um, Roy. It really is. Um, like, if you campaign for safer streets, getting guns out of the city, law and order, that's going to play with people right now. Lots of people do that, but you know and I know, if you campaign and people say, well, my streets are pretty safe, what, what else do you got? That's not the case. That's not how we're feeling in a lot of Ontario cities right now and, and probably across the country.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would agree with you. It's, 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 this is a national phenomenon people are engaged in. I want my streets to be safe. I want my kids to be safe. I want my family to be safe. I want to know that, uh, that we're looked after. I want to make sure that the people who are running the city are doing it in a responsible way that really reflects the moods, the attitudes, and the wishes of the people in the city. It's, it's really fascinating to watch, Greg, and to see how the dynamics in municipal politics unwind. Because, you know, we, we, and I do this all the time, I will challenge the fact that so few people come out to vote in municipal elections, even provincial elections. But when I look at the numbers and I see 20%, 22%, 25% have bothered to vote, it, it, it disturbs me, but it no longer surprises me. And this is where I think we are, Greg, now. We're disturbed. We say we're disturbed by it, but we're not surprised. We accept what's happening because we're not surprised. It's just the way it is now. And uh, if, if we're going to accept 25% or 21% or 26% or 30% or whatever it is, if it's less than 30%, then really you don't have to be a star performer anymore. You just have to be a performer.
1: Yeah, you, you need to do well in some debates. Yeah. Don't step in, in the muck. Um, don't get too personal. Don't sound too angry all the time. Be relatable. Um, you know, we saw Doug Ford had a couple of clips this week with uh, – talking about his $26 haircut in Florida. And I thought to myself, can the other leaders right now do, I mean, the liberals don't have a leader, but can the other politicians who try and knock him off as perch sound as relatable? So be relatable. Don't, you know, have your base come out and uh, and engage. And I think people are starting to realize also, Roy, the municipal politics, how that goes, it has so much to do with your everyday lives. It has to do with your streets and and your safety and your garbage and your obviously municipal taxes got way more to do with the 24-7 existence of our lives than what we do at the federal level. I care a ton what we do at the federal level and the provincial level, but your everyday person realizes that the municipal politician and, and who the mayor is and how city council votes, it really, transit too, it transit's a massive municipal issue. Of course, yes, there's is. provincial funding involved, but um, the everyday existence matters more with how it shifts uh, municipally.
0: So what will surprise you? What result would surprise you?
1: Oh boy, I, I don't think Mark Saunders can win. I think he can be a competitor. It would surprise me if one candidate basically be, ran away with the race. I just don't see that happening, and I, you know, I, I'd be an advocate for a runoff. We just saw this happen in Chicago with the, the incumbent mayor Lori Lightfoot. She finished third. She'd had a lot of missteps during uh, during the pandemic, and Chicago still runs off two candidates. So, but we're still first past the post, and we let everybody in and It's hard to get consensus, but I I just don't think any candidate's going to even run away with 38 to 40 to 42 percent and leave everybody else behind. I just I just don't see that. I don't see any one of them gaining enough momentum to uh, to make people nod and say, you know, I'm changing my mind about this.
0: Greg, it's going to be fascinating to watch and not because we're going to look to see who got 92 percent of the vote, but it'll be fascinating to watch to see who got 32 percent of the vote because
1: it's all it may take yeah it is right? all it may take and it's a wide open field and i i think we're going to get two or three more names the uh april 1st a week from monday is the day that uh that, that people can actually submit the paperwork june 26th a monday before canada day and elections. so yeah may and june um lots of stories out of toronto on this uh, on this front
0: yeah should we expect any stars to suddenly appear on the horizon
1: uh, I cannot confirm or deny pinball Clemens, Roy. I know I know you and I have spoke to him before. Uh, We'd we have the most gregarious outgoing mayor in Toronto's history, and we did have Rob Ford here, so that is saying something.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.